Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Fong Chua. I'm an entrepreneur, business strategist, real estate investor, speaker, and also best-selling author. And every single day, I help others unlock the potentials and guide them to succeed. Today, I have an amazing guest, absolutely phenomenal person, and I'm absolutely excited because she is a superstar, a powerhouse. Uh, she loves impacting people and also empowering so many people, and that's because she wears so many different hats, and I was blown away when I met her uh, in face-to-face -face, uh, after seeing her online so for so many uh, years and also seeing her content all the time. Uh, she is a coach, an international best-selling author, an international speaker, a real estate developer, an advanced online marketer, and she just does so many different things, and she does them all very, very well, and she also deals with complex holdings as well. Uh, she's the founder of the World Women Empowerment, Starpreneur TV, How to Dominate the Decade Talk Show, which is a global award winner, but it doesn't stop there because she also won the Business uh, Women in Business Award as well. So please welcome philanthropist, social entrepreneur, and the phenomenal Ms. Ragne Sinakis. Thank you very much, Fong, uh, for this invitation. I, I truly feel honored because I have seen all the marvelous uh, job that you are doing, uh, really uplifting, empowering, as you're doing uh, just, just now. And I truly appreciate uh, the time. And hopefully we will add value uh, to everybody who takes time to, to listen to us. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time and being here. And uh, I know you're going to give so much value because you're a person that really, really focus on adding value to other people. And uh, based on all the stuff that you've done, um, I can't wait to hear more stuff about you. So uh, first of all, for those people who really don't know what you do, and I know you're very, very accomplished, what are you focused on right now? And then also, how did, what was your journey to get, become that person right now? Well, as a girl from a previous Soviet Union country, uh, my journey has been uh, literally like an uh, American uh, roller coaster because um, one, trying to get out of the environment which we grow up, everybody in a, com a communist country, we did not have really the role model of ent entrepreneurship, leadership. So, so I did see that in my family, the, the women were always very strong-minded, opinionated, and they always took the responsibility for betterment of not only our own family, but the community itself. And it didn't matter really how, how small or big that impact was. And I think that was the sort of the, the inspiration, which, which always, um, I have been always very curious, curious about how things are working, how, how things are done, why they are done like this. And I think this is one thing that we, when we grow up, <laughs> then we, uh, we lose that curiosity. And that curiosity is really what the essence of, of innovation and, uh, and growing and scaling your business, if we uh, relate that to business. But um, very young age, 17, I, uh, I sort of uh, was in the right place at the right moment. Although today I don't believe that uh, that exists, everything that you attract and uh, with, with who you are and, uh, and with your energy, there's, there's no coincidences in life. So I started as a real estate broker. I did uh, brokerage for two years and then I had a very um, interesting moment because um, Italians were the first one who were uh, really entering the real estate market in Estonia as previous Soviet Union country. No? And I had the fortune to, to work for them and they were very knowledgeable. They knew what were, they were doing and combining with my attitude and drive uh, to always see things differently, uh, not better, but different, then uh, this really, really uh, created success stories. We were able to sell 200 uh, luxury uh, uh, houses within uh, three months we were able to uh, create uh, one of the uh, biggest, at that time, obviously, one of the biggest uh, mixed-use uh, business centers, which we basically sold on just on the plans. And just, I thought at that age that this is like, this is how the life should be, that everything is like, it's just coming. And I was like, wow, okay. And, and you're doing all this at the age of 17? 
Uh, I started 17, uh, the uh, development and all of that came uh, around 2021. So wow. I was like on the, on the peak of my career, <laughs> those, those, uh, that age. And I was like, this is like, like this is how like life is, is uh, or, or what's life all about. But then obviously we, uh, just as, as uh, I was growing with, uh, with then leaving uh, to work to, uh, one of the most uh, richest men in Estonia, Urma Suruma, with his incredible and beautiful uh, uh, development, which is called Rotermani Quartal. If you Google it, you will be amazed what that uh, per, uh, man has been able to create for, for Tallinn and Estonia. And uh, from there, I was uh, actually hired by, the, by Regis, which is the leader of uh, business centers and um, and now also uh, go working space uh, in the world. I was leading Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Finland for them, and it gave me a very good experience how to really grow your your team from ground up. How do you start your business? As also new new business centers development was was given to me, and really really having the sense how the businesses are working. So, but it was very intense. I basically lived with uh, on, on top of my suitcases and I did that for five years. And, and there was a moment where, where just I, I was so accelerated that uh, I started to have um, problems with my heart. And uh, I started to have like um, arrhythmias and, uh, and ended up in emergency. And then I never will forget the, the words from the doctor. It was like, is it worth it? Are you creating legacy? And then it really hit me. I am creating legacy, but for someone else, not for myself. So that was the, the turning point where I saw, okay, now it's time to use all those, that knowledge and create a legacy for me and for my family and doing things right. But I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity to really uh, work for corporate because it teaches you a lot. And this is uh, this is pretty much my journey and um, moving from Europe to to Mexico. Today I'm in Los Cabos, where I also started a co-working space here called Coral Desk. And inside the Coral Desk, uh, we started to started with uh, youth um, programs to help uh, mentoring and and really giving the access to opportunities to employment, uh, also little startups to get the investments and the, all of that. And that little idea grow up to the point that uh, I decided to do a one massive event, World Women Conference Awards, where I bring all those decision makers, government, everybody who are involved and in doing or, or, or impacting in the field of uh, women empowerment. And suddenly I started to receive a lot of women who were like, I want to join you. I like what you're doing. I, I believe in your vision and ambition. And I'm like, where do you want to join me? Because it was supposed to be just an event, no? And today we have a World Women Empowerment Program, which is the humanitarian assistance program to really help to impact on, on ground level and community level. And then obviously we have the other side, which is the World, War, World Women Content and, and Awards. And, and just how the, let's say, the marketing and branding really fits in is that um, curiously enough, when I entered the university, I entered to, to study the business administration focusing on real estate. And on the third course, they said, you know what? After the statistics and math one and two, there's only seven of you which uh, can continue. And we are not able to give you the specialization in real estate. I'm like, and now what? They said, well, you can choose uh, marketing or, or finances, or I think it was sports management or something like that. I said, okay, what, what could serve me the best? So uh, I took the marketing and I actually liked it because the only thing which I knew was real estate. And that opened up my, my old panorama, how to do business so much more. So in, in, in short, the Starpreneurs.tv is really helping the entrepreneurs to uh, from presence to profit, how to be visible, have the credibility and have the authority.
And that's 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 the answer to your <laughs> question. I hope that I didn't take too much time. That that is awesome. No, it's not too much time. In fact, we could probably hear hear more and more about what, what your journey was. Uh, so it sounds like there was two main turning points in your entire journey. The first one is to decide to jump into real estate. And the second one is when your doctor told you, is, are you creating your own legacy kind of thing? Is it, is it worth it? So that got you towards more of the entrepreneur uh, mindset and really building yourself. How did you decide to get into real estate to begin with? As I, as I say, it was actually a... Um... I've always been very good at networking and business development. This comes because I'm curious. I want to know. I want to get to know you. I want to know what do you do. And, and my, in my mind, when you are telling me your story, I'm already thinking, with whom can I connect you in order for you to, ha to have synergies and, uh, and to create bigger impact? And it was a situation like that. I was in uh, in one of the um, uh, Chamber of Commerce events when um, I just put two of the biggest developers together with investors group out of uh, Italy. And they were like, you're so good at it. Why don't you do it? And they hired me. I was like, I have no clue. I'm 17. I have no clue what the, what the real estate is. They were like, no, you're you're natural. And fair enough, I was, because the deals, I was like, I thought that this is how real estate works. When I heard back, it were like, no, you know, when you enter, you don't have like, don't expect uh, within six months, nothing to happen. You will learn. And I kicked in the first, first weeks, I started to have deals. And by the six months, I was like, I already uh, sold the majority of those, uh, those uh, luxury spots in, in, in one of the developments. I was like, okay. So I didn't really, really get to taste the bitterness when you start with something. And again, I don't know if I was at the right time, at the right place, or it was the ability to really not having the fear uh, of, oh, maybe I don't know enough, mm -hmm. uh, fear to get started, which we all have when we start our, our businesses, and also the fear of failure or fear of success as well. Sometimes mm -hmm. when, when success comes really, really fast, we, we halt ourselves because we're like, oh, what next? What, what, if, why, what if now it fails? What if? So, uh, so you need to, and especially being so young, I, I just, I think I was fearless because I, I did not have the experience of failure at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people at that age were still trying to find their own path or still working in retail, some part-time job and stuff like that. And here you are selling homes and luxury homes and all that kind of stuff and making lots of money at the time as well. Um, what, what grounded you? Because sometimes when you get so much success at the very beginning, people start having this big, big ego and the, the feel that they can't lose. So was there something that grounded you to go, okay, is, this may or may not last. There might be ups and downs. I can't let this get to my head. Was there something that helped you along that way? You know, one, one thing which I learned uh, really, really fast was to stick with uh, here and now. Because the yesterday is gone and we can't change it, but we can learn from it. And tomorrow, we don't know if it will ever arrive. Uh, so in those, those moments, those, those moments really particularly get you grounded. And the other, as you say, the turning point with, with the doctor was, uh, was very grounding because when you don't really know how long time do you have, mm -hmm. then, uh, then you start to really appreciate everything, the blessings, what we also sometimes take as granted. Uh, and uh, and really truly living in the in the moment in a sense that uh, uh, appreciating where we are, what we have been able to create. Because majority of entrepreneurs always uh, live in the future. We want mm -hmm. more. We want more success. When once we have, and we don't celebrate the, the, the small wins. But again, like uh, like we can we can win in the world. And sometimes we are losing in our private lives by doing so. Mm. So, uh, so uh, what gets me grounded is always doing the life audit and really see where I am in the eight categories of wealth. 
And th oh. those wells are not only just uh, based on, on financial wealth, but also health. Uh, how do I do with my family? How do I do it with my friends? With uh, through, it's a whole whole topic. We can we can one day uh, discuss the the eight, uh, the eight types of wealth which which I see and which I do the check in every six months. I would say to really see where I am, where I where I want to be, and are those activities which I do on daily basis are they really aligned? Because we get 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 usually what what happens we are busy by being busy, and we don't really um, see if the, those activities which we do on a daily basis are contributing where we want to be and what our goals are. I give you an example when uh, when I coach my people I I always ask what is what are your five main values? Everybody everybody says my health, my family, and then the, the, the other three difference, no? Mm -hmm. And then I say, okay, open up your calendar now. Why? Open up your calendar. So when, when they open the calendar, I say, interesting. I see one value here, which is your business growth or financial gain. And even not, even, even not that all the time. I see the people requesting your time, which you always take it. And all those things are scheduled in your calendar. But if you say, okay, where is your time for yourself, which is your health, no? Yeah. It's not scheduled. Where is your family time? Breakfast or lunch or dinner, they're not there. I will do them, those things when I have time then it really comes back to that. Are those really your core values? No, they're not. Because if those were your priorities, your values, you would make time for them. And right. we don't do that. And it's not a majority. Uh, but if we start to really see how we spend every minute of our daily time, mm -hmm. then we give the, it's, it's the clarity which really breeds the success. Yeah. So, so everybody check your calendars right now. Make sure you, you fill in those calendars to, for, your, for your own time as well. Uh, you also mentioned already three of the wealths that, so there was a little bit of a seed planting there for other people to find out what those other five uh, areas of wealth are. Um, for yourself, it sounds like at a very early age, you already had a very uh, entrepreneurial mindset. And also you're a people person. You love connecting with people. You like talking to people and all that kind of stuff. Would you say those two things, having that mindset and also being able to talk to people and enjoying it, was that a gift, something that was natural? And if so, what would you tell other people who are struggling in those two areas? How do they develop those two things? More than anything else, it's the role model, the things that I saw that my mother, my aunt, my grandmother were doing. And my mother has always told me that, Ragne, if you can help someone, then do it without really asking anything in return. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, didn't really, it, it sounded like a cliche, no? But once you experience that significance, when you touch one life and when you're able to change that person's history or trajectory or their life path, there is nothing more that you want ever again. That's the significance, which is far more empowering feeling than any financial gain can give you. Is money important? Very important because it gives us the tools to help others. But uh, I would say that we always need to have our mind and, uh, and our heart in the right place in order to also create the purposeful uh, profit that is in today's world so, so much needed. So in order to really, for the people that are struggling in those areas, is have the clarity in your mindset, one, to, to get to the root, root cause of it, why I'm just struggling. Uh, and uh, again, you go back to those core values. Are those your uh, authentic values or are those the values that the society puts on us? 
because we all want to we 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 want it or not consciously or subconsciously we uh, we tend to compare ourselves with others which is the the worst thing that you can do and uh, and uh, when you when we do not have those role models whether they are from our own family whether they are uh, coaches mentors whatever form it is you need to be clear what are the actions that you are doing and not doing that brings me closer to that goal and uh, can i can i have that mentor or coach one on one with me or can i learn from from them just by reading books taking online courses or or attending the the conferences as we just did the mega mega success which was absolutely amazing but yeah if you struggle first have the clear mindset. Why are you struggling in there? And then have an action plan, whether you need help. And please don't go to ask the advice from your neighbor, from the taxi driver, from your own family, if they do not have the results that you're looking for, because they will, we do not see the world as it really is. Mm -hmm. We see the world's how we are, our narrative story, who we are, and what we think we are capable of becoming. Mm -hmm. So each one of us has those stories. And if you now go and ask, then you might be in a very negative scenario that uh, you just you stop yourself there. Because mm -hmm. the fear of failure enters or fear of success enters. Mm -hmm. And you just procrastinate and you don't do anything. Now, uh, you talked about coaching and mentorship, and you worked with a lot of people on their businesses and how they, for them to grow as well. What would you say is the top three reasons why most businesses don't do well? Oh, uh, especially if I see women is that uh, one, they don't have understanding and knowing their numbers. Even if uh, the, the, the great question, a great question always is like, where is your business at this point? And the, and the answer is always, oh, my accountant knows. No? So if your accountant knows, it's not your business. You don't have the, the ownership of, of, uh, of your results. And then it's very hard to grow or scale any businesses if, uh, if that's the case. Um, the other things uh, which I see with, uh, with really uh, with women is that um, the fear to start, because uh, especially if we talk about the cultures like uh, I see here in Mexico or if, you, if we see the whole uh, African continent, Europe and the US are, are getting much more better support on that. But uh, a lot of women are, are facing the the barriers even before they start because they don't believe in themselves. And when we do not believe in ourselves, nobody else will believe in you or in your business idea. No? Uh, and we love our businesses so much that we think that the world needs those things. Mm. So we do not do the homework. Again, we, I have seen so many business proposals which numbers do not make sense. But the people are so in love in their product or service that they think that everybody needs them. Mm -hmm. Number two, we think that marketing and branding is so, sort of organic thing. It's not. Marketing really is the engine of your business. And branding is the fuel of your, of your, of, uh, of your business. And it's really how, how you really are perceived by the rest of the world. You can have the best service, you can have the best, uh, best uh, product, but if the world doesn't know about it, then, uh, well, then uh, you, you're not going to have any success. Exactly. So I would, I would say, knowing your numbers, branding and marketing, and, uh, and really being able to manage also sustainably your, your finances. Because, mm -hmm. There's so many people that uh, even if the business idea is great, maybe their niche is very, very, uh, very accurate and they are right time, at the right time, at the right spots. But in order to grow and scale, they don't know how to really manage their, their resources and, uh, and knowledge, how to take it. You, with your knowledge, you can take your business to, up to a certain level. 
Yeah. Now, to grow or scale, you do need a mentor or coach or business partner that knows how to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of people out there who goes, well, you're so successful. You're always going to be successful. And um, you don't share any of the ups and downs. So is there anything that you can remember that's one of the, your biggest failures that you learned a big deal out of that you're willing to share? Oh, yes. I don't, don't get me wrong. I think that my uh, pivotal moments when I have been able to really grow have been the biggest uh, failures because uh, we, we, we tend to stay in this comfort zones not really wanting to get out to be uncomfortable but uh but the failures uh one which uh, which which was that i was so in love with my idea that i truly believed that the whole world will go for it will buy for it buy it and uh and all my friends will be absolutely thrilled by it and they will help me no mm-hmm. But the, the true, true, true reality was that uh, that that was the I was the almost the only only one who could see that it's a real business because mm-hmm. sometimes there's good ideas. Uh, sometimes, uh, as we say, that we are big dreamers as well. What we want, but we don't really have the the strategies and the tactics that can make it uh, successful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, I think that that was all all learning points. And business and entrepreneurship really is, I always give that example that it's like when, uh, when you, you become a parent, as you, your business grows, your, your problems also go, grows. And uh, instead of working for corporate when you have certain time, time frames, now you're 24-7. And I think it's the, the biggest mistake as well that... Uh, when uh, a lot of people start their business, they think that now they can wake up whatever time they want. They can just uh, do one day and uh, not do another day. And they don't really understand that what, what it really takes, how much discipline it takes, how much it, it takes that you are consistent with, uh, with everything that you are creating, whether it's marketing or, or, uh, or whether it's your uh, product or service, there needs to be consistency. And it's a lot of work and finding the true talents in order for you to, to pivot and grow and scale. So you can't do everything alone. And um, I, I, would, I would say that uh, those have been my biggest, uh, biggest uh, let's say failures really being in love with my business idea and not really having a, uh, a good understanding how, it's, uh, how it really can be a profitable business. Uh, and on, on other side as well, listening too much of, of the people or asking the advice from uh, incorrect sources, which just make you, you know, the family can be whether they are against you or whether they champion you and then you think, oh, that's, that's the, my family loves it. I love it. So the whole world loves it. And again, you put your time, you put investment in. And then if you really do not have someone who has results in that area or industry, then you're like, one day you're like, why is it working? But you never had really understanding what the, what the business model is and how it should really generate the, the, the profit. No? Now, you've, you've lived all over the world. You've done business all over the world. Is this one country or one specific city that you've absolutely loved being in and working in that city? Oh, uh, not really. I think um, all the cultures that I've been uh, working with, starting from Italians, Russians, Estonians, or Scandinavians, uh, now uh, United States and, and Latin America, very very different and uh, one advice which i can give you you need to be adaptable you cannot go with uh, your framework that this is the only way it needs to work and everybody needs to it's not going to work in latin america it's not going to work people will say uh, you will ask can you do it yes three weeks go by why it's not that oh i don't know how to do it 
what? Why didn't you tell me three weeks ago? So there are so many things where we never assume anything in business, never assume anything. So you need to have really, really clear understanding who is the team that is surrounding or the environment that surrounds you. And then if needed, you need to adapt. Whether I do love uh, working with Europe as it's so technology, technologically advanced that deals can be done quickly uh, online. You can sign documents, you can sign notary, you can do everything very fast, 24 hours and you can close deals, you can open uh, companies, you can do whatever. And then you come to Latin America and it takes six months to open a bank account. And you're like, what are you doing? Are you building a, a bank or what are you doing? So this is just that uh, you need to really adapt. And if you don't, then just don't enter those, those, those uh, countries or, or cities that, uh, that you know that they are not aligning with your mindset or framework or, or the procedures that you need because not everybody is need in, in Mexico procedures, it's if if in Europe you need to teach once here you need to do it repeatedly and all the time. So it's just how they have been brought up and the, and the background, which 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 is. Uh, but in the other hand, you don't need to uh, teach them the attitude. They they are they are always giving. They are always very open. They are always smiling. They have great attitude. Versus in Europe, sometimes you need to remind people that, you know, if you sit at the reception, you are our face and our image. Mm -hmm. So if uh, you, you show up in a very bad mood, that affects the, 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 the face of the company. Yeah. Or if you, uh, if you eat your sandwich at the reception, then uh, what, 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 the, what, the, what the person who comes to visit us for the first time will think how this business is organized and how the business is structured. Right. So little things, but those uh, attention to detail in the end of the day, when you know, especially when you want to grow and scale will become very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, you talked a lot about adapting and when it comes to challenges, a big thing to overcome challenges is to adapt. What goes into in your mind the, the last moment before you take that action? Because once you take that action, it's gonna keep on going. You can't turn back right before you take that action, is there something that you say to yourself or something that you remember that you go, okay, here I go. How do you get through that one last hump? I always take the time to reflect. Mm -hmm. I step back. I, I, I take the time to be in stillness and really see uh, whether I am aligned with everything that is going on, especially when there's uh, quick deals. Because sometimes people are pressure, pressuring us to do something or to, to really deliver something. And uh, when we are in a hurry, we make mistakes. And uh, so even if it's a 30 minutes, and what, what I use is journaling. I sit back and I put down like, okay, so what do I love about it? What I don't love about it? Or the uh, the the... the the best case of scenario, the worst case scenario, and the most realistic scenario, which JT Fox has, has been uh, teaching us uh, so well. So, so really, really going through every scenario mm -hmm. and always, always trying to, to over deliver rather than putting very high expectations to people or to yourself and then be, be sort of uh, disappointed when you do not uh, uh, meet those expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, now, tell us more about the, the talk show. It's award-winning and it's done very, very well. You have a lot of great guests on there. So uh, tell us, how did you come up with that, uh, that thought process of that idea and uh, why people should listen to it? Well, uh, it actually started with, uh, in March 2020 when uh, the pandemic situation hit and I started to uh, receive calls on a daily basis. Hey, What's going on? What should we do? Should we close down? Should we? How can we scale? How can we uh, restructure the the business? Uh, and people were so afraid, and they were just paralyzed. 
Um, and I was like, you know what? I have so many friends who are experts in different areas. I have so many entrepreneurial uh, connections that can really help those people. So the, the, the main idea why we started with the Dominated Decade was like really bringing those experts or mentors in front of uh, the people that need it. Not, and as I say, a lot of people in Mexico, even in, in Europe, the, the coaching and, and mentorship programs are still relatively new or people do not really want to pay for it because they don't understand the value of it. They don't see the benefit because um, what, what happens with a lot of programs, especially when they are online, people are listening to them. They don't make the notes. They do not analyze and they don't put down the action points, how this information can serve in my business. So you can take a course, you are pumped up, up motivation, everything is up high. And now when you, when you are in a, in a place that, okay, but how does this apply to my company? Like, where do I start? And that's, that's where you get lost in, in, in all of that. And, uh, and I would say that uh, it's the most, most important point. Why did we, we start? We wanted to create one that the expert talks, but also having the dialogue that people could enter also in those Zoom calls, ask questions. And, uh, and most of the people that you see there were open also for mentoring, mentoring programs or coaching programs, depending on on uh, what their what the value was that they were bringing and just just like that it started to grow suddenly i was seeing that we were not seen only in in mexico but we were seen all of europe we were seen in in united states and i was like okay we must be doing something correctly or or at least when we were seeing the engagement time then uh, it was quantity or uh, quality over quantity because we had less views but our engagement time was 40 minutes oh, wow. when people turned in they stayed until the end mm -hmm. which is i think today when we know that the content creators for us the the biggest problem is how can we get the engagement over three minutes which is usually a lot a lot now if you if you don't really get your the attention in the first uh, eight seconds then you already lost the, the interest now so uh, so i think that that was really the the impact it created because it created the success stories that people really understood oh First of all, I need to take notes. And we always invite, take notes, and more than anything, take action on those notes. And today, not tomorrow, or after tomorrow, or when you have, when you have time, no, today. And, uh, and uh, I, I had so many testimonials uh, with, with the friends which were listening there. We had book deals coming out of those, this, just being online in those shows. We had, uh, uh, real estate deals coming out of that. We people were able to sell their books. People were able to sell their coaching, their 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 advisory council, all of that. So uh, so more than anything else, the impact. What happened after that? Rather than just uh, having this uh, this show as itself. Yeah. And obviously after that, uh, it got really saturated. Everybody starts to do. So there was no quality. The people didn't pay attention on the, on the really the value or the uh, benefits for the audience that they're creating. They were just putting out something that, yeah. and, and that's, that's really hard to compete in, in those waters. As you know, it's the, the red oceans now. <laughs> Well, congratulations on all that success and the show and everything that you've done. Um, I'm very, very honored to have you here. Um, you're a person who has a lot of energy based on the way you answer the questions and the, based on the way you're telling stories. So how do you start your day? Like, how, how do you find that energy? Do you wake up going, oh, I'm ready to go? <laughs> Uh, well, I would say that it is my nature as well, but uh, more than anything else, the discipline, the discipline of uh, waking up at 5 a.m., uh, having the time really for myself, 
uh, we, we call it, the, or I call it, the, I do it with, with my clients as well, coaching clients, which, uh, which uh, we have the accountable, uh, accountability groups uh, waking up at five, doing a intense uh, training in order to really change the, the brain chemicals from cortisol to, to really the, as they say, the ha happiness hormones. Okay. And it really, truly, when you start to track yourself, you will see the benefits of, of waking up and doing the first thing in the morning. Whether 20 minutes is enough when you do high intensity when whether you run whether you do spinning whether whatever it is or jumping jacks do mm. jumping jacks do the the rope and do push-ups and uh, 20 minutes and you 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 will feel it immediately and you will see how your stress levels are also going down because your mind is so occupied with a high intensity that you don't have time to go through your whatever it's occupying your mind then the 20 minutes of the journaling the reflection time the five big things that i want to accomplish this day and also in the evenings really giving gratitude the three things that i'm really grateful for this day and gratitude really uh before going to sleep if you have that ritual it it puts your mind to rest because this is the way to really, really appreciate yourself and, uh, and recognize the small wins. Even if it's like uh, today I accomplished to have 12 glasses of water. You did it. And that just, it's, it, it affects your mindset, which is so, so important. And the third thing is to learn something new, but something new which... Uh, there needs to be always focus on one thing, even if you do or you uh, you have many businesses. But what, how I do it every day, I concentrate. This day is, for example, for Starpreneurs. This day is for World Women Conference in the Words. This day is uh, is for Complex Holding. So I focus my days and uh, and I uh, prepare myself the evening before to say, okay, I'm going to read regarding, uh, for example, the streaming TV new trends. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to read about that. But don't read it in your device. Why? Because you get distraction. The messages which have been received or you're receiving or whatever. So have, have that material in, uh, in uh, whether you read a book, whether you download the information to your computer. So you do not open any of those distractions before you're able to focus. And when you finish, you take your coffee and then you can start to scroll your things, which we were going to do anyways. And that really, really has me with a high energy. The days or the periods always, uh, and people with uh, my, my, my team as well, oh my God, like I need the rest. I can't wake up every single morning at 5 a.m. So there's peak performance. You do, for example, if you uh, uh, start with your, your new uh, uh, business or, or an idea or something, take the time. Okay, three months, you execute your peak, uh, peak performance, you wake up at five, you do all of that. If you need to retreat the next 14 days, do it. But the most important thing which, uh, which you need to keep in mind in order to have the discipline, and it's, uh, it's uh, backed with the research and really with the science, it takes us 66 days before those new habits really, really become something that we do and we see the benefit rather than not doing it. So uh, if you do it the first time less than 66 days, it's still, you will always lose the battle with the below, which I say, it's like, oh, did I really work so hard in my life to become an entrepreneur and now I need to wake up at five? If your excuses are bigger than your drive, then you're not going to get yourself to the next level. Because everybody wants but are you willing is the question. Don't ask, do you want? Everybody wants. <laughs> but not everybody is willing to do what it takes. And that's the really difference between the 95% the and the 5% of, of uh, who really gets the results. Awesome. Um, my, my usually this last question is 
asking you if you had a chance to speak to on the world stage and for everybody to remember you by, what would that message be? And I think it's gonna be a little difficult because you gave so many great advice already, right? So, but what's that one message that you want everybody to remember you for? Live with passion and never stop learning. Um, because if you do something which you don't love, and love uh, not in a cliche mode, no, love really which you you feel under your skill the, the skin the 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 fulfillment and the significance which I told you. Mm-hmm. If when you get to feel that and that whatever you do, whether it's a business idea, whether it's it's uh, philanthropy, whether whatever it is. You need to have that passion, which really ignites the 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 taking action and and all of that, and and the 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 never stop learning is so so important. Once we, as I as I started with this, once you lose that curiosity about how to be different, how to really add value to every single people that you you touch. And, uh, and, uh, and also asking yourself before you go to a, uh, like, like today's interview, I asked myself, okay, what is the value I can give you? And what is the value that I will be receiving from this interview? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is, I don't know, or the answer is like, there is no real value, then start to cut cut out those things in your calendar, right. which do not serve you, and uh, and and really really focusing on what are the core values. We we'll go back to that those core yeah. values, and uh, what are the activities that you really truly need to do on a daily basis that you will get those results. Without that. Uh, you will just do circles because you once you lose your focus then you are busy by being busy and uh, and no no results well thank you very much those are very very good words to live by and i'm i'm very happy to be able to add value to you and i absolutely enjoyed this talk with you because uh, we could probably go on for a lot longer because you have a lot of great stories and a lot of great advice but before i let you go i got five very quick questions just rapid fire let me know what you comes to mind uh, question number one, you're stranded on a desert island and you get to choose one food to eat for the rest of your life, no consequence. What would that food be? Food. Water. <laughs> um, well, um, fruits, fruits, fruits. Any fruit would be doing good because I love fruits. Uh-huh. Um, Hollywood calls and says, you know, we need to do a biography on you. Um, who would you like to cast as your best friend? Okay. You're going to play the main person because it's you. So who do you want to be the casted as your best friend? Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly arrives at your door and says, Hey, I got casted to be playing your best friend, but I need to get to know you a little bit more. Um, she comes in and goes, Hey, I'm hungry. What can you prepare for? What's your special dish? The special dish is uh, always it's fresh. Always my my fridge is always full of any type of veggies and fruits. So I would most probably do a an a incredible good salad. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a hidden talent that not many people know about? I love dancing. Uh-huh. I yeah. This is this is absolutely what uh, what uh, when I feel down I dance. <laughs> <laughs> Now, something I was practicing before I got into this interview with you was try to learn how to roll my R's, but I couldn't because I'm like, ah, I don't want to mess up your name, so I'm going to not do it. So if you were to teach somebody how to roll their R's, how would you do that? Well, I would say my name, Ragne. (laughs) Ragne. Ragne. Been trying to do that for a while, but anyway, thank you. And then my last question is, what is success like? Give me a number between one to four. One, two, three, four. So if you had to compare success to apple pie, how is success like apple pie? (laughs) Oh my God, I don't eat any cakes. A lot of sugar. (laughs) Compared to apple cake, I think that uh, one, 
uh, as success and as elephants, you cannot uh, eat it with one bite, uh, one bite uh, or one bite at a time, and you can't uh, really uh, eat a whole cake uh, in, in, in one bite. No? So uh, go step by step in your business as well. Uh, don't do too much. Don't take too big of a piece at a time and build one brick at a time or one uh, slice at a time or one uh, one uh, apple uh, cut at a time. So uh, just build on that. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, uh, obviously, I mean, each of the social media platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, Instagram is not as much as uh, the hackers took it. And I, I lost it for almost six, six months. So uh, there, there hasn't been much of a movement. Um, but uh, but any 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 of those uh, would be good, and uh, I do I do answer myself. So um, once in a while, my team also gives me the messages if, uh, if the income message income is too too high. But uh, most of the time, you can you can reach me through that. Awesome. Um, any last things that you want to share? Yes, I hope that uh, every single person who showed up today, to, uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you because you are really investing in yourself and in uh, personal growth. And, uh, and obviously, you're investing in Wong and in myself. Thank you for your attention. I hope that you did make the notes. And as I say, rather than just making the notes, I hope that you will take action on those notes today because by doing so, you can become the hero in your life and uh, more than anything else, share this video because you never know when someone needs to hear what everything that we discussed today. So you can become the hero in someone else's life as well and impact with just clicking one, one button, which is the share button. So I want to thank you for your attention. I want to thank you for showing up today for yourself, for Wong, for me and everybody else that uh, will see this video. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, your stories, your advice. Um, I had an amazing time. So uh, I hope to see you again very soon. And I'll, I'll be sure to check up on your uh, social media all the time as well. So thank you very much. For everybody else, my name is Fong. She is Rodney. Until next time, today is the day to lock your peak potential. I'll see you later.